Welcome to another episode of Civic Cypher. I'm your host, Ramses Ja. And I go by the name Q Ward most of the time. <laughs> Sometimes my mom calls me Q Dirty. I'll talk to you guys about that later. Yes, indeed. Um, today is a good day. Indeed. Today is a good day because we have made it through another year. Amen. And, you know, there's a couple of times every year where we try to focus on good things you know admittedly the show is very heavy there's a lot of content that we have to work through um but you know when it's our birthday we try to look back and positive outcomes things that you know we've accomplished and when we cross over into a new year it just seems timely for us and so since this is our year in slash new year episode um how crazy is that I love it. Another year yeah. under our belt. Yes, indeed. Um, but we have a lot for you to stick around for. So be sure to stay tuned because we will be talking about, again, some positive outcomes. We're going to look back at the various trials that have taken place over the years that we have found at least some favorable outcomes um, and uh, a lot of things that we believe maybe we played a, a small part in. Um and uh, of course, in the second part of the show, we're going to kind of get a little bit more conceptual with things, you know, uh, maybe not events specifically, but again, more conceptual things, conversations we've been able to have as a show, as a country, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, just kind of getting a little bit further along in our understanding of each other as brothers and sisters, things that we deem positive uh, around here. And, you know, because we don't get to do that as often, it just feels I don't know. I'm, I'm really excited to have the show and I've been looking forward to it for some time because again, you know, it's a very heavy show to have. Feels uh, necessary though. Absolutely. Cathartic, if you will. There you go. Um, but first things first. Talk to me. Like we always do at this time. Like we always do at this time. <laughs> How about some ebony excellence for you? I need it. Okay. So um, let me make sure I get this right. This comes from NBC News. Chidibri ebay i hope i'm saying that right he's a 25 year old nigerian medical student who uh will soon enter the kiev medical university in ukraine next month um, he describes himself as a self-taught medical illustrator he said that he spent at least a year learning to draw anatomy focusing on black skin every step of the way quote i wasn't expecting to go viral ebay an aspiring pediatric neurosurgeon said of an image that went viral in an interview. Quote, I was just sticking up for what I believe in, advocating for equality and health through medical illustrations. I made a deliberate action to constantly advocate that there be inclusion of black people in medical literature. Um, if you, like me, have seen the illustration making its rounds on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook of a pregnant woman who's black and a fetus that she's carrying who's also black skin um then you are familiar with his work have we have we reposted that that is on our instagram okay. so you can check out civic cypher uh, at civic cypher on instagram and see the image in question but um we wanted to shout him out because we do believe that is an example of ebony excellence of course working for inclusion you know those medical journals where the, the skin tone is always pink and you know it doesn't really represent 
human beings right because the human peach, beings peach fleshed humans yeah that's that's one type of person but the actual the original human beings obviously were brown skinned folks and so he's doing his best to uh make uh that space a little bit more equitable and fair and so once again shout out to chidibere ibi um the nigerian medical student now on to some outcomes that we believe to be positive this year uh first things first trials talk to me okay so do i need to pause because you know we talk about trials i end up sad <laughs> crying mad it's a trigger response yeah, yeah man, man. <laughs> but no you know there's um we'll call it three out of four you know um obviously there's the written house trial that we really felt didn't really reflect the spirit of brotherhood and this, you know what I mean? It just felt like, uh, it felt like a, an injustice to yeah. black folks and how he's been handled in the aftermath, just pours sure. salt sure. in that wound. Absolutely. But it's not about him today. Talk to me. It's about some of the things that we can look back on and say, maybe that is progress. So most recently, uh, Kim Potter, um, that admittedly, we've talked about it on the show. That is a very, very, very unfortunate thing. Um, I wouldn't say that we or anybody is happy that Kim Potter is going to prison for shooting Dante Wright when she expected to grab her taser. But I do believe that the people who would say that they're happy with the outcome would more directly associate their happy feelings with there being consequences where usually there are none. And, and if anybody has listened to our show, uh, Rams has specifically showed a lot of grace to officer. Is it Potter? I believe it's Potter. Yeah. Um, so right. A lot of grace and even giving her that she made a mistake. Yeah. Um, I, I was not as graceful. I'll admit that. Um, and I, I don't, not because I don't think people are capable of mistakes or old mistakes. It's just with 26 years on the job and being the person responsible for training the other officers. I'm sorry, you're not allowed to make that mistake. Not you. Well, and to echo what Rams has just said, I think the, cause it hasn't been celebratory. I haven't seen anybody high-fiving about the result. Of that yeah. Trial. That's what I mean. It's more like, finally some accountability mm -hmm. not finally she's going to jail her yeah, specifically yeah, that it's more like okay there's some consequence for what she did sure not may she rot in hell excuse my language but yeah you killed someone there, yeah. there's a, there should be some consequence to you, that you made a really great point i believe when we did that episode where you said um if i get in my car and i drive and i cause an accident even if it was an accident there are consequences mm -hmm. for that right yes. but if you're a police officer typically you get to hide behind qualified immunity or the blue wall of silence or any number of things that police have kind of insulated themselves from consequences right um and yes absolutely i have it said it on the show and i'll say it again i do believe that what she did was a mistake and my heart is broken for her my heart is also broken for the mother of Dante Wright and his, his child has to grow up without a father and, you know, on and on and on. It's, it's just a heartbreaking scenario all the way around. But I do recognize that in my estimation, this woman made a mistake. Um, and 
the, the another positive outcome for me is I believe that it helps me with the argument that more training doesn't work. Better trained officers doesn't work, which is something that a lot of folks have been saying. Now we have a real world example because not only was she trained, she was the trainer. She's the trainer. Right? Yes. And then she was the first thing she does make a mistake. Right. So let's really rethink this so that mistakes don't happen, not try to put a bandaid on it or say, well, we need better trained officers as though that's going to fix it. And specifically the type of mistake that kills someone. Yeah. And I think that's what Ramses really is calling for. We shouldn't right. have these officers in a position where their mistake means you're gone forever. Yes. And they have to bury you in the ground yeah, and remember you. Yeah. That just feels very unfair. Right. But um, again, consequences there. Um, obviously, the Derek Chauvin uh, verdict um, for the man who knelt on the neck of George Floyd that set off all the protests in 2020, him being sentenced. Uh, I believe it was like 22 and a half years sentence or something like that. Um, and then there was a guilty plea for the civil case as well. So that's another trial where we really didn't expect those outcomes. Yeah. And we openly expected the opposite. Right. We, we kind of got conditioned to think that way though. Right. Right. Um, and to know that, uh, I don't want to say justice was served because it's not up to me to decide what justice looks like, but accountability mm -hmm. was um, considered enacted. Um, those things felt like, okay, that is fair, you know, that, that, you know, cause otherwise if you don't even hold the officer accountable um, it feels very unfair. And, and, Allow me to remind you, you know, this show has done a lot of growing in the past year and, and we've only been around for a year and four months. And, you know, uh, you know, being on in 25 cities now around the country is that that's like unprecedented growth for anything that I've ever seen. Right. But I will say this. Um, in addition to the support that this type of program, this program specifically has received in this type of programming. Um, to know that folks are looking at the, the phrase Black Lives Matter. Now, now, there's some people that will never see it um, any different from an attack on who they are yeah. because they need it to be that because everything is attack on who they are, an attack on who they are. Um, but there are people who have opened up to the idea that Black Lives Matter is not necessarily about quote unquote, black on black crime, because that's a convenient excuse for, you know, the right or the uneducated to throw in the face of Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter was born out of a lack of consequences when a non-black person of authority, typically a police officer, takes the life of a black person needlessly and there are no consequences. Black Lives Matter was literally born out of that. Um, it, it, it was born off of a string of police shootings culminating in um, George Zimmerman uh, taking the life of um, um, what's the boy's name? Oh my Trayvon, God. Martin. Trayvon Martin. I was almost said Martin, but Trayvon Martin. Um, 
And then the hashtag took off, right? Every time I think about that, it breaks my heart, Rams. Yeah, of course. Like George Zimmerman stalking and murdering Trayvon Martin and there being no consequence for it once again. Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, not, I'm not saying he deserves the electric chair or even a life for a life. Yeah. It's yeah. Not, just can nothing, we all, can we all sit in together to, and to be a celebrity and sign autographs and all that? It wild feels so stuff unfair. After that, that, that's like, at least be sorry. Yeah. Mr. Zimmerman, mm -hmm. like go home and feel bad about what you did, not go on tour and autograph people's Skittles wrappers to, you know, to, 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 to really shove it in his family's face. face. Yeah what you did you know what i mean like it's that's when it starts to feel beyond just unfair mm. um man so um again positive outcomes you know um there's been a lot of people who haven't really been a big fan of no one was a fan of 2020 but there are people who looked at 2021 like it was an awful year too and you know i can't deny them their experience but there were some positive outcomes and police accountability we saw a couple of examples high profile examples of that and that's not nothing um yeah, and obviously and, and as the resident pessimist <laughs> <laughs> what you got i'm just far less helpful i think our audience knows this i know you know i'm just far less hopeful i can't even deny that there has been some progress made sure. in that, on that front some accountability and that that again it's not everything, but it's not nothing. I do recognize there are people listening to our show that want more. People that don't even look like us who want more. Yeah. Electric chair, you know, and I get it, you know, but our job is to tell the story the way that we need to tell it, figure out how to best approach it as a, as a people, as brothers and sisters across racial lines and sex lines and sexual orientation lines and so forth. We're all in this together. And um, it, it Every so often we like to celebrate. Um, I do want to uh, say these names. I haven't said them before on the show, but Travis McMichael, Gregory McMichael, and William Bryan. Those are the folks who hunted Ahmaud Aubrey mm. and executed him in the street. <clears throat> and uh, they were also held accountable um, when initially... They weren't. I believe it took some months for them to even have charges brought up against yeah, them. Someone was actively working to actually keep them from the, having, yeah, to, from having to deal with it. Someone right. in a position of power. Right. right. Might I add. Exactly. A it's, politician or a judge. You would know better other. than me. Yeah. Um, but the point is, is that, again, that's not nothing. That's something. Again, these aren't things to be happy about because these are all sad stories. But to know that we're just not the gum on the bottom of people's on, on the bottom of America's shoe. We'll say it that way um, anymore. And that, Hey, listen, you can't just do this and it'd be cool. You know, that is, again, it's not nothing. It is something um, moving on to other things. Um, Juneteenth. Hmm. Juneteenth. So, You know, there were a lot of folks that really wanted legislation passed to protect Black people, you know, in the same way that there was legislation passed to protect um, our Asian brothers and sisters. There were a lot of folks that wanted a lot of promises to be kept. And those things didn't happen yet. But I love that you put that yet on there. Yeah. 
yeah. yet. But um, Juneteenth was made into a national holiday. And so there were some folks who took exception to this, right? Because they're like, wait a minute, you promised us this and you gave us Juneteenth. What we need is police reform. We need, you know, we need our ideas to be heard. We, we need, need some tangible help. Right. And you gave us Juneteenth. But I'm here to say Juneteenth is not nothing. Right. Um, so my note here says that uh, it was recognized as a federal holiday um, as of June 17th, 2021. Right. So that's this year or 2021, at least. Um, and a little bit of history, it originated in Galveston, Texas, and has been celebrated annually on June 19th in various parts of the United States since 1865. Um, and, you know, if you don't know, Juneteenth is when the slaves in Texas found out that they were actually free, which mm. was some time after the actual emancipation of the slaves. And so um, it, they were already free. Yeah. When they found out they were free. And I'll let took, you guys uh, process that. 200 and some odd years. Uh, no, sorry. A hundred and some odd years uh, for it to be recognized as a, as a national holiday, but that's not nothing because forevermore, Everyone has to take a moment, regardless, you know, we've had a lot of conversations about CRT, mm -hmm. but everyone's going to have to stop. Why is the post office closed today? Why, you know what I mean? And learn a little bit of history about that. And even if you don't do a deep dive like you should, there will be some conversation about, well, this is the day that the slaves are freed. And for those inquiring minds where CRT hasn't been adopted as necessary to educate and empower our youth, um, at least those questions might be posed by folks who might see it as more than just another day off of school. And so Juneteenth as a national holiday, that's not nothing. Um, I'm happy for that, you know, um, and hopefully we all are happy for that. Amen. Um, something else I want to talk about. Now, this is a little bit closer to home, I'll admit. But I say this all the time, you know, on this show, I admit this all the time, I'll say on this show, we have been very critical of policing as it is done now in this country. Um, that is not an attack on the people. That is an attack on the system. And I, I don't even really consider it an attack. That might not even be the right word. Um, I think of it as a critique, right? Because I recognize that I can't use words like attack because I'm black and then, you know, you know, it gets taken out of context, but you know, either way, uh, the thrust is the same. Um, but that's the only way we charge it to do better. These are where you're failing us. This is where you need to work on doing better. You need your, your civil servants. You need to serve the community. We are the community. And this is what we feel. This is how, these are the outcomes that we really have to deal with. This is what's left in the wake of your involvement with our lives, right? And I don't, there's no one that can say that's an unfair thing to say because it's not. Anybody of any walk of life would be able to say the th same thing um, about police or anyone with any authority over their body, their physical being, right? Now, knowing that 
on this show, we've been very critical of the way policing is done. Um, I recognize that there are, that, that, that the police could be very upset. You know, I, I recognize that on, you know, in communities around the country now, um, you know, they get in their cars and they drive around and they might be listening to their local station, you know, community radio, hip hop station, whatever it is, um, and come across our program. You know, we're on it some, some unusual hours in some places. And, uh, you know, those folks tend to be up, police officers tend to be up driving around, perhaps listening to the radio. And so they're subject to hearing our thoughts on the way policing is done. And I don't believe that we have been unfair. And if we've been wrong, we've owned it, right? But I will say this. One thing that I'm proud of this year is that we've had police reach out to us and offer to come up and have conversations. We and even they, had the husband that of we the did. chief of police. Yeah, he was a judge, was Judge Cody a Williams. Judge. Yeah, Judge Cody Not Williams. Not just on the show but in our studio with us. Yeah, to do a show with us. And we talked to him about defunding the police and about um, you know some of the things that his wife has come under fire for. And we talked to him about his own because as a judge, you know, you're responsible for your own link in the criminal justice chain. You know, yeah. we talked about, but he's an awesome human being, an amazing person. And we had a great conversation about it. And that's really the point of the show is to have the conversations. This is not the Q is right show. This is not the Ramses is right show. Correct. And also, because I don't know if we've ever said this out loud. Defund the police. We're not talking about the person who you see in the cop car whose hand you shake when you say hello, officer. Sure. Right. Because you pointed out that he was an amazing person. He is. Yeah, absolutely. Our argument guy. has never been that there are not good people who wear badges. The system they work inside of. What that uniform means and, and what policing has meant, the history of it in this country is just flawed. Yeah. We're not speaking individually and personally to each person. And we would. We've never said that out loud. That's in my recollection. No, though. no, and, never. And like, because I just heard you say it. I'm sure that there have been plenty of police officers that may have heard our show and rhetoric similar to ours, and they take it very personally, because how can you not? Yeah, I get we, that. We've never meant it that way. But there is something very wrong with the way the job is done by way too many of the people that we trust to serve and protect us. I will add to that. Um, so well, let, me, let me round this off. The officers that have listened to the show, I mean, I remember coming across comments where folks talked about you and your once upon a time desire to become an officer and actually going and applying and that, that whole process. Yeah, I applied and tried multiple times. This yeah. wasn't like a one-off thing that I just did yeah. flimsily, like went through the process. You know, those of you who are officers that listen, you know what the oral board is, the oral review this is after your test, after your physical and written exam, after you've passed background check. This is pre-academy. And I wasn't able to pass the oral board uh, because from what I experienced, it is not a flimsy hiring process, right? There are just people who somehow slip through the cracks or maybe have some relationships and, and don't really carry out that duty the way that I think it should be. But that was something I really, really wanted to do once upon a time. Sure, sure. And, and for those officers that have reached out, they've been very fair 
and they've offered to come up and say that. And, and for those listening, that is a necessary conversation. I know a lot of people aren't going to rock with me on that one, but at some point in the future, I very much want to have those conversations and have some guest folks contribute as more black lives are executed in the streets. Maybe these officers can help us shed some light on it. So um, that I believe is a positive thing that we've experienced in 2021. Um, and while we're on the subject, the thing that I did want to mention is um, there was a story, and I'm bringing this back, uh, those officers in Ohio, they were running into that gang fight, that gang shootout, and um, they were very heroic. They were very brave. And what do we call them? Heroes. We call them brave and we call them heroes. We call them heroes. Credit where it's due, right? And so- and They um, ran into a situation where the easiest thing ever would have been to pull out their gun and start shooting. Yeah. They ran into it. And they tried to save people. Right. Crossfire. And their objective was clearly to save, not end lives. That was very special. We and owed so, it to them to point that out. Absolutely. And, and we're not patting ourselves on the back, but we- we're just grateful that we haven't alienated our brothers and sisters who happen to be a part of that institution and haven't found their way to what we believe would be more fair practices just yet. But we're working on it. Stick around your radios. We're coming back with more Civic Cypher right after this. <laughs> 